another episode of Vibing and Thriving with me, your host, Sierra Wagner, and I know it's been a while since I uploaded an episode. The last episode I actually uploaded, I looked today, um, was in October of 2021, so about six months ago, give or take. I know it was the day that I took my little Prince Luigi, my precious little kitten, um, who's now like a teenager, um, to go get fixed, and I talked about being ghosted by a guy, and I just kind of... It kind of fell off the bandwagon. I was in the middle of my first semester back at college in five years and I would be lying if I said I wasn't overwhelmed and I'm still kind of a little overwhelmed. Right now I'm in the last three weeks of my second semester back so I'll have a break for the summer although I am um, interviewing for an internship this week so it'll be less of a break but you know I won't be going to school for all kinds of hours each week and having deadlines and stuff like that so I'll definitely have more creative time and I thought that this was a perfect time to bring the podcast back because as I've said in many episodes it's something that is such a passion project of mine and I get so much joy and fulfillment out of recording these episodes and brainstorming ideas and I've actually been brainstorming ideas since January I mean probably since October but I'd always be like eh no 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 and it was really a time in my life and a chapter in my life or part of a chapter where you know one aspect of my life felt really fulfilled and other aspects of my life weren't as fulfilled as much and I was truthfully getting really upset and really depressed and really anxious which is something that I know I've been transparent about on the podcast that I struggle with and every day it's it's an uphill battle sometimes it's worse than others. At least now I know um, at the, the age of 26 how to manage it a little better than I did, say, seven years ago. Um, but it's still a work in progress, and I think it's always going to be a work in progress. But like I said, I have been brainstorming ideas and trying to think of a way and the direction I want this podcast to go in. I know a lot of my episodes, to me at least, they felt very scattered before when I first started doing it. Um, but like everything, it's a learning process. It's a learning curve. Um, I always have to remind myself that regardless of what podcast it is, you could probably listen to anyone's first episode and it's going to sound a thousand times worse, most likely, than their, you know, if they've recorded a hundred episodes and you're listen listening to their hundredth episode. That's They've had so much more practice. So... I am trying to operate from a state of grace and offer, offer myself some grace and forgiveness like I would a friend, which is actually some advice a really good friend of mine gave me this week when I was talking about something I was struggling with and she told me to not beat myself up because I would be gracious with a friend and I should treat myself like a friend, which I think is a really good perspective to have. We should treat ourselves like our best friend or how we would treat our best friend and I know we are all very hard on ourselves. I think it's something that just comes with human nature and even a little bit so the the time period that we live in right now with everything being more modern and we receive so much more information than someone did, you know, even in the 1900s, let alone in the 1700s or stuff like that. So obviously humans have evolved and I think that comes with its own unique set of challenges that our generation specifically, um, as I would think, I was born in 1995, so I think we're kind of around the first generation 
that grew up with the internet and social media at a really um, impactful age because we were teenagers at the dawn of, you know, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. So I think it'll be really unique to <clears throat> know in, you know, 20 years how that's impacted us. But back off my little soapbox, I definitely want to take this podcast into more of a direction of, um, I don't want to say like manifesting and spirituality and stuff like that because I'm not a guru on that. I'm not someone that knows all kinds of information. I hear things, I listen to podcasts, I read books, and I absorb information and take it how I will. So in a way, something like that, but I think I want to make it into, you know, a weekly episode where I discuss a topic that, you know, is maybe weighing heavy on my mind or something that I find really important. Um, spring right now feels like a huge transformation period for me. I felt, I kind of feel it every spring but more so the spring than other springs. I don't feel um, as depressed. And I feel like for the last five years or so, I've gone into spring feeling like a really depressed person. And not to say that I'm, you know, I don't still deal with depression, but I feel like I'm about to blossom. And I don't know what I'm gonna blossom into. I have goals written down and, you know, things that I want to achieve in my own life, but I still don't know where I'm going. But I think slowly making these episodes where I'm learning things and hopefully I can help you all learn things and it'll just be like a really beautiful place and I'm always open for suggestions and ideas you know maybe further down the line I could have co-hosts or people brought onto the show it's something I've always wanted to do um I actually kind of sit around a lot I'm I know I've talked about it in a past episode but I'm really big into visualization and sometimes I sit, a, sit down and act like I'm interviewing someone or talking to someone because that would be one of my all-time goals, to sit down with someone and have a conversation and it'd be a podcast and, you know, have all kinds of people listen to it. But anyways, without further ado, I would like to actually, I've, I've rambled now for probably five minutes, I'd like to actually get into the, the bulk of the episode, which today I'm going to start it off strong And it's how to get anything you want in life. And I know that sounds like a very loaded statement. You know, some people are definitely a little more cynical. And even I have been cynical at times, especially since I um, battle with uh, anxiety and deal with that. I know a lot of the times when you have an anxious mind, your mind says one thing when maybe you also kind of deep down know that's not true. And this isn't supposed to be an attack on anyone that does have anxiety or anything like that. Um, Take with what I say with, I don't want to say a grain of salt, but take what I say and adjust it into your own life. And I think that's what we all need to do when we read these self-help books and different things like that. Because I think a lot of things with manifesting and spirituality and like how to become your best self, it kind of makes you seem like you always have to be happy and in this place of like I'm so fulfilled I'm the greatest person um but the first thing for me for how to get anything you want in life is to practice self-care and self-love and like I was just saying I know that is a very difficult thing for a lot of people to practice and you don't have to be perfect at it I would be completely lying if I sat here and was like every day I wake up and I think, you know, I'm the best person out there. I'm so beautiful. I'm so smart. I'm funny. You know, I I don't. A lot of the times I wake up and I beat myself up over things, especially um, how quick I am to react 
to things and how emotional I am to react to things instead of, you know, sitting with that emotion for a little bit. I'm, I'm very quick to, to go on the attack and kind of be mean to people and call people names. And it's definitely something I'm working on, but I, that's a lot of the time what I do. And then I'm really hard on myself and I think I'm just such an awful person when deep down I know I am caring, I'm loving, I'm a loyal friend. I would literally do anything for any of my friends. Um, a lot of my friends don't live near me anymore. We've kind of dispersed all over the United States, but I would do everything in my power if one of my friends was having an emergency somewhere else to like get on the next plane and be there, you know, even if I just had a backpack um, of stuff like that. So when it comes to practicing self-love, especially if you're someone that struggles with anxiety, I think it's really important to, it's going to feel uncomfortable to kind of like marinate in, you know, whatever emotion you're feeling at the time. And then, you know, operate from a place of grace and remind yourself that, you know, I am a good friend. I, you know, am a good partner, good student, whatever it is that, you know, it pertains to. And it's kind of, I guess, triggering you, like remind yourself that you are a good person. And one of the other things that I have found, excuse me, very impactful is to put myself on a pedestal. I know I struggle, especially in I don't want to say just romantic relationships, but any sort of relationship or, you know, something along those lines that deals with definitely the opposite sex because I, you know, I pretty much only date the opposite sex. Um, I end up putting them on a pedestal and I'm like, and I, I've done it since I was really little. You could ask my mom, my friends. I've always been like a little bit boy crazy. I've always been like, wow, boys are so attractive which, you know, sometimes now as a 26 year old, I think like, why have you had that mentality? But anyways, to flip it and put myself on the pedestal. And I now think of myself like, I'm the prize. I'm this, I'm that. And not in those relationships, but like in myself, like, wow, you're so amazing. You're so this, you're so that. And to me, it kind of lets me, when I'm having those bad days, it allows me to like elevate myself to becoming that person that's on the pedestal that I that I know I am and I also think it helps to I don't do it every day I know a lot of I'm really bad at setting right now I'm really bad at setting consistent um rituals and stuff like that so every day I don't look in the mirror and like say the same affirmations but sometimes like if that's what you need if you need to go into the bathroom somewhere or in your car or even record a video of you saying it like I am beautiful I am kind I am smart whatever it is that you want to embody you know just say it out loud write it down in a journal text it to one of your friends um, I have a friend that she and I like the things that we've been wanting and we're really open with each other and we definitely operate from a place of emotional vulnerability with each other we just kind of text each other like our manifestations and to some people that would definitely seem like a little cuckoo caca and sauna you know when she's texting me like did I tell you I want $150,000 I'm like no oh my god girl congrats we're gonna travel um but you just kind of have to do what works with you and it definitely helps if you have friends that are you know along for their ride they're along for the journey and they support you in those same ways and like have the same mindset it definitely helps and along with putting yourself on a pedestal that goes really into my second point which is believe that what you want is already yours. 
Um, and I've always kind of thought this ever since I was little, you know, you're born. I, I this is how I thought you were, you're born one day and the day you're born, the universe or God or whatever higher, if you believe in a higher power, whatever higher power you believe in, they already know when these big impactful life events are going to happen to you. They, they know when you're going to meet your soulmate. They know when you're going to do all these different things. And, but so, so you're already those things. Um, for me, I've always wanted to be a writer and live in a big city and be an attorney and be involved in politics and all these different little, these little aspects. Like I know that they're a big part of me because I wouldn't have had such a fascination and a draw to them at a young age if they weren't supposed to be impactful when I get older and when I continue this journey that's called life. So you have to operate um, from a place that you already know it's yours and it's okay to be a little bit delusional. Um, the same friend that texts me that she won $150,000, she and I talk about being delusional and we both definitely like watch a lot of TikTok videos and YouTube videos. So this isn't like an original thought I'm having, but a lot of people talk about being delusional and it's okay to be delusional. It's okay to think that you are amazing and that doesn't mean that you're operating from a place that isn't like oh I know I can be xyz or impact people's lives in xyz because you can still take responsibility and ownership for your life and how you treat people while being delusional and also knowing like hey I'm the shit like I'm smart I'm funny of course I deserve this job or of course this guy's gonna like me or of course I'm gonna get into law school and of course I'm gonna travel to Europe and all this stuff is gonna happen to me it is okay to have that and it allows your energy to align with what you're trying to get I mean you know if you want to date a professional athlete like if you wanted to date Mason Mount who plays for Chelsea Football Club like you just have to be like oh yeah I know I'm, I'm gonna be dating Mason Mount or whoever he was just an example I'm using um, just like know that you can have that every anything that you want in the world is already yours because if you can dream it and you can believe it, then it exists out there. And I know to a lot of people, a lot, def definitely a lot of people that aren't, I think, as spiritual or don't believe in that, which I always have. I've always believed in ever since I was little. I mean, I remember watching That's So Raven and I'd be like, wow, she's a psychic. And I truly believed like people can do that. And I believe everyone has psychic abilities, but you just have to be a little delusional. You just have to know that it's out there. It's already yours. And if you decide at any point, like, you know, that doesn't align with me anymore. Um, I want to, I want to change it up. Then that's yours too, because you in this, like a lot of people call it the 3d. I'm not very good on like dimensions and stuff like that, but you right here on earth were like, Oh, I don't want that anymore. Then you know what? In the future, you already changed it up. You already know that like, oh, going to law school isn't for me. I want to get my master's in international politics or international policy, which is something I've kind of been toying with right now. Um, but you just have to know that it's yours. It's going to be yours. It's going to happen. And it's okay to believe that it is going to happen. We should operate, I think, as human beings, as like we know good things are going to happen to us. And I know that's not always easy for everyone because some people have had experiences where they know they're like no bad things always happen to me so that is definitely what you're gonna believe but a lot of this comes from reprogramming your brain which I think can really really help 
with people, like, at least for me, this, this might not be for everyone, but for me who has anxiety and depression, and I've been diagnosed with all these things years ago, it has helped me to just kind of reframe my brain and rewire these connections. And I don't always see a therapist. I don't go to a doctor a lot. I'm not one of those. And I'm not shaming the people that do that. I actually like admire them because they are much more active in their mental health journey than I am because a lot of times I'm like mm, no you know going to the hospital once seeing a therapist a few times being on medication once you know that helps them that doesn't help me and it might not help me I mean I still try to be mindful and meditate and do all these different things but I have realized that changing the way I think if you do something I think it's like if you do something 21 days it'll stick with you so I'm always like oh I'm amazing I'm great I'm amazing I'm great if you tell yourself that for 21 days straight and you're the one that's always telling yourself that your brain's gonna believe it because your brain doesn't know what is fake and what is real when it's you know a story that something's told to them which is why a lot of the times when we're younger and you know say we have a caregiver who doesn't show us love the way that we're need to be be shown love or they tell us bad things like you're a bad person you're a bad person your brain doesn't really know cognitively that you're not a bad person so you start to believe those things um and from that of knowing like aligning yourself what's already yours also a little delusional but trust me it works practice gratitude um for the things that you want like you already have them so i'm gonna use my friend as an example so Nevena, if you listen to this, thank you for being a great example. And I'm sorry I didn't ask you beforehand, but it's okay. Um, just say every day, like, I'm so grateful that I have $150,000 in my bank account. Or I'm so grateful that I go to Columbia Law School. And thank you, universe. And it's just this weird way of, again, reprogramming your brain into thinking, like, you already have it and speaking it into existence and being thankful for it. Um, I know gratitude and thankfulness, it gets spewed a lot in definitely like the manifesting spirituality, that community. And I don't think we always like, we're like, oh yeah, we're going to practice gratitude. Okay. Well, for me, I especially practice it when I'm having really shitty days. Like I could be having the worst day ever and I'm like, well, thank you universe for sending me really good friends or thank you universe for sending me my cat and when I slowly start like thanking the universe for those things I start realizing that I feel a whole hell of a lot better than I did before and then I would like sit there and I'm like oh well maybe I just have to reprogram my brain into thinking that I really love these things and I'm really grateful for them because slowly but surely like you have more to be grateful for and I'm not saying that you're not going to have bad days and you can have bad days and still get everything you want in life because it's called life. No one's life is rainbows and sunshine and unicorns. There's a lot of hard days. There's a lot of hard work and, you know, becoming that girl, there's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of loneliness. And I don't think that's talked about enough either. There's a lot of things that you have to sacrifice to become the person that you want to be and a lot of those things that you have to sacrifice are things that you were so used to. Um, you know, if it's partying, if it's talking badly about yourself, if it's eating healthier, if it's making sure that you're going to the gym and working out, there are so many, 
there's so much hard work that has to be put into it and a lot of that hard work is emotional hard work because it's not like you can seem like oh I'm going through the motions I'm doing what I'm needing to do like I look fine I look happy I'm living my life xyz but it's like wow at night I'm still lonely I still want to cry um but it's waking up in the morning and being like okay I'm gonna do it it's gonna be a good day something I've recently started practicing I know this is a little tangent but I apologize something I've recently started practicing though is when I wake up in the morning I just say hey universe how good is it gonna get um because for me that immediate that first thing that I think is like wow it's gonna be a good day because how good can this day get not how bad can it get because when you're like oh this is gonna be a bad day it's a bad day but if you wake up and you're like how good can this day get you're already setting yourself up for it being a good day um my fourth point I say this very structured like I'm giving a speech I do have notes right now because otherwise I would be on some tangent right now and you guys would be like, Sierra, why are we listening to 20 minutes of you talk about something that doesn't even pertain to what you said this episode was going to be about? But my fourth point is putting in the work. It seems like no one wants to work these days or whatever Kim Kardashian said, um, which I actually don't hate Kim Kardashian. And I was thinking that when I wrote these notes, like everything she's ever wanted, she like put in the work to do that. And I know, you know, she comes from an affluent family and her dad had money and, you know, she grew up in California and like Beverly Hills or Calabar, wherever she grew up, but like she had money, which a lot of us are not fortunate to have, but she did the work. Like she wanted to be famous and she was like, all right, this is what I'm going to have to do. And I will always love her for changing the way that beauty is viewed because it really wasn't until Kim Kardashian, um, like 15, 20 years ago, however long keeping with the Kardashians has been like 15 years ago. Um, that I was like, oh, like I look like other people that people think is hot. You know, she had a big butt and different things and I'm not going to get into plastic surgery. You know, she has the money to do that. That's what she's wanted to do. So be it. Let her live her life. But you have to put in the work. You can't say like, oh, I want to win $150,000 in the lottery and then never buy a lottery ticket. Or for me, going back to school when I started school in August I was like I'm gonna get a 4.0 and I'm gonna be on president's list because I've never been on president's list and I've never had a 4.0 because most of high school and the first two years that I went to college I was really 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 depressed um I even you know not to like make it sad but sometimes my friends will ask friends from high school ask me things and I'm like I don't remember that like I hated high school you could not pay me enough money to go back there. I mean, maybe if I was as happy as I am now and I was able to operate from like that happy place, but I know that this is how my, my life was meant to go. Like I was meant to be depressed in high school. So I'm happy in my twenties or happier as an adult. And I'm totally fine with that. Um, but I wanted to prove to myself, like I knew I was smart. Everyone's always told me I'm smart. I'm bright. I'm this, but a lot of the times I didn't believe it about myself. Like, okay, if you're so smart and I, I, to a degree, I know I'm smart. I know that I retain a lot of information and it clicks in my head. Um, but I would often sit there and think like, okay, if you're so smart, then how, how did you flunk out of college? How was that not for you? This is what you're supposed to be doing. And it took a lot of time, time off of school to figure out what I wanted to do, to, you know, come full circle back to basically 
what I was doing. I was originally, I've said it before, I was originally a history major, and now I'm studying international politics, which I do think go hand in hand, because you have to know history to understand um, international political, like, fault lines and climates and stuff like that. But I just wanted to prove to myself, and I knew when I said, like, oh, I want a 4.0, I had to show up to class pretty much every day. I think in these two semesters, I maybe skipped, like, four total classes, like, four times ever. And one of those times was because I ate food that made my stomach really hurt, and I'm not going to sit in class and, like, have to keep up, keep getting up to go to the bathroom. At, I want to have stomach issues in the comfort of my own home. So... I made it a priority and I really looked at school um, from the standpoint of it's my job. Every time I've had, I know I've said this I think in the past, but every time I've had a job I try to be a really good worker, I try to have a good work ethic, I try to show up and do what I'm supposed to do and I was like well if I look at school like it's my job but instead of them paying me, I'm paying them, I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna do a really damn good job and honestly in three weeks when school's over I'm gonna say that I'm really fucking proud of myself because I've gotten two 4.0s and really rose my GPA because my GPA was not that great from you know being a depressed 20 year old and I'm gonna be really fucking proud of myself and I'm gonna enjoy summer I like I said I know I have an internship that I'm interviewing for and I'm gonna get and I've been wanting to get a second job so I can save some money because I would really like to go to Europe during winter break and um, you just kind of have to put in the work where you need to put in the work. If you say like another really big thing for me is, um, and I hope to focus on this more in the summer when I feel like I have time and hopefully just adjust it into my life as it's, you know, just a normal thing that I do is getting healthier. I've always struggled with body image. Um, I've never been skinny. I've always had a butt, you know, my mom's family is Greek, my dad's family is Puerto Rican, take that with what you will. Um, I know that that's like a stereotype, but I'm, I'm not skinny. I'm never going to be like stick thin. I'm always going to have a butt. I'm going to have boobs. My arms are probably going to always be a little bit jiggly and that's totally okay. And I've definitely come to love that about myself. Like I do look in the mirror a lot and I'm like, damn, I'm hot. Like but there are things that I don't like. Like, I don't like that when I walk up a flight of steps that I'm out of breath. And I don't always like that, like, the, the thought that, oh, I could have, like, these different health issues, like diabetes or just all kinds of things. And another big one for me when I think about traveling is I would like to feel comfortable in an airplane seat because the world just isn't made for people that are bigger and that's really sad because I don't think people should have to feel uncomfortable in their bodies to feel comfortable in the world but I know me who is I'm a size like 16 18 right now and I used to be like a 12 14 which is to some people that's still really big to me that's like my smaller size that's where I feel comfortable I just want to be back there like I just want to be healthy healthier I remember how I felt when I was healthier um because I lost a lot of weight when I moved to Colorado when I was 21, so five years ago. One, because I was like really, really broke and told myself, okay, if you're gonna buy yourself food, you're only gonna buy yourself healthy food. And then two, I worked in housekeeping and was like running around a huge hotel 
for eight hours a day for a few months. And I mean, that alone is going to really make you like drop the weight. But I told myself now I have to actually put in the work. I have to go to the gym or go for walks outside or you know, do whatever it is that I need to do. But I have to put in the work for that. And, you know, even with this podcast, I always tell my friends like, oh, I'm going to be like a really famous podcast host. Well, I actually have to do the work. It's not just going to, episodes aren't going to miraculously upload themselves to Spotify for everyone to listen to. And to get anything you want in life, you do have to show up. You have to put in like a little work and a little effort because that's like where the magic is made. And I'm not saying this from some like capitalistic standpoint where, you know, we all have to work eight hours a day or whatever the hell Henry Ford did and transformed society into something I don't like. But, you know, if you want to speak Spanish, you have to speak Spanish. You have to practice Spanish. You have to, it's, it's not you know, just like, oh, if you want to make a thousand dollars or a million dollars, like you have to show up to work every day. No, you, any, any goal you have in life, um, being fluent in Spanish is another one of my goals. Um, but you have to show up for them. You have to put in the work, you have to put in the effort. It's once you start doing that, the universe or whatever, like I said, whatever higher power you believe in, they start giving that back to you. And fifthly, fifth, I don't know, fifthly is a word, but finally, finally is the better one. Um, just live your life, live your life and release the worry. And I know, I think everything's sandwiched between self-love and release the worry, you know, it kind of makes sense. And, but finally, this one is a, another one that's really hard, especially if you have anxiety, especially if you want to control things because of your anxiety, because being surprised makes you feel vulnerable and it's okay to feel vulnerable. I keep telling myself that, you know, I always want to push things, whether it's people or careers or my family, like I want to control it because I don't feel safe if I don't control it. If I control it, I feel safe. I know I'm the one that's like, oh, this is happening. And I don't let life like do its magic, which I need to let do. And I think we all need to let life give us its magic. Um, but just remember, you know, you're going to release the worry because everything you want is already yours. And you just have to trust that the universe has your best intentions at heart. And sometimes the things that we think we want and the, that we think we need, regardless if it's a job, a person, moving somewhere, if it doesn't happen for you and you put in all that work, and I know that's really disappointing because I've had it happen, just know that the universe had something way better in mind for you because... The universe, I'd like to like believe this. This is how what I believe. The universe will never tell you no. And anything that is meant for you will never lose you. You know, if it's a person, if it's a job, you know, sure, you know, maybe you go five years without hearing for, you know, from someone or, you know, it's been five years since you applied to this great job or this moving to this city. And then in five years, it comes full circle around and you're like, oh shit, I'm, I'm doing what I've always wanted to do. Like, you know, it does take time. And I think we do need to kind of just give in to life, live life, have fun, live the life that you want to live. Um, I know I've said this in other episodes, living around Youngstown, Ohio is not my dream. I really don't like Youngstown. And I wanted to live in, you know, Boston or New York or even like London, which I've never been, but somewhere that is not here. Um, but every day I'm like, wow, Youngstown's such a pretty city and 
there's these buildings and there's restaurants and I just try to find the little things in it that I love because if you can embody what you want to be in the future right now you're gonna be that you know if I wanted to be some like chic city girl that wears I like wearing like colorful clothing and I'm always like mm, not gonna do that in Youngstown that's a little weird you know people in New York would rather like it or other places just do it now just just live your life now because releasing the worry and embodying who you are and who you want to be and who you're meant to be will you know bring all the magic of life full circle um that's at least how I live um and it has worked out for me like uh when I moved to Colorado I knew I wanted to move to Colorado I kept applying to jobs nothing really happened even in high school I wanted to live in Colorado I wanted to go to college there and you know three years after I graduate high school I moved to Colorado so you know it took time it wasn't very instantaneous as I had hoped it would be or I thought it would be but I ended up getting where I wanted to be when I should have been there and it was definitely very impactful and it was the right time and I grew a lot from it so I just think if you trust in the universe do all the things that I said to do you know put in the work you know believe that what you want is already yours and be very grateful for what you want and what you do have it is gonna come full circle so I hope this episode helped all of you and I hope it was something that you enjoyed listening to because I definitely enjoyed sitting here and chatting with you all today. So I hope you have a great day whenever you're listening. Bye guys.